Apiary, that old chestnut. Which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Bedlington Scratch and Sniff of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the Barry Ingham of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the Deadbolt of this podcast. Wait, who is who is Deadbolt? Well, a Deadbolt is a Sherlock. Oh my god. <laughs> Even Molly hated that. Oh, she loved it. Ah, oh, yes. And I, the look on Jordan's face when I pulled that out. It was bad. Uh, <laughs> Barry Ingham was the voice of uh, uh, Basil from The Great Mouse. Oh. Well, he is not Sherlock, though. Isn't, like, the conceit that he lives in Sherlock's, like, No, the brain. conceit is that yeah, Sherlock <laughs> is actually... An idiot and a mouse, a super intelligent rat of Nim, possibly. Yeah, lives in his it's house. It's all the same universe. So wait, it's basically, it's basically just a, a non-food version of Ratatouille. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, he goes under Sherlock's hat and he pulls his hair, which, right. as we all know, controls Pat, his muscles. Pat and Oswald wanted to be a chef, but he his first he option. His first option, you know. He could have been a detective instead. I would love to see Patton Oswalt take on the the great take on Big Oil, take on the the world's greatest detective, Batman. Yeah, um, Batten Oswalt. <laughs> uh, that your wait is that a baseball movie with starring Patton Oswalt? Did you just say Fatten Oswalt? No, Patton Oswalt. Um, my name, didn't I? I of course, came from the Benedict Cumberbatch name generator. <laughs> Where you can get randomized, incorrect names for Benedict Cumberbatch, such as Bourgeoisie Cottleswort, Bandersnatch Frumblesnatch, Bakery Humperdinck, Bakery Humperdinck, Blasphemy Bumbersplat, Burger King Cottage Cheese, Burger King Cottage Cheese. <laughs> oh man! Greatest actor of our times. <laughs> <laughs> but a white boy can't be gone. <laughs> Benadryl kernel milk. Butterfree cottlesore. Alright, now it's repeating some. Oh, wait. Snorkel dink cabbage patch. Benjamin Charizard. Benjamin Charizard. <laughs> I, think, I think Benjamin Charizard might be my favorite. <laughs> but that is found at Benedict Cumberbatch na- uh, generator.com. Oh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch generator.tumblr.com Oh boy, that's good. Uh, as you can probably tell from our the wonderful mixing of this episode. Uh, <laughs> no, we're we're all in the same room. We're we're at Kevin's humble abode, the the Fortress of Gallitude, as Jordan dubbed it earlier this weekend. Um, Kevin is in his his house kimono. Uh, also called a farting kimono, also called a pooting kimono. Why did you like why did you decide it was just <laughs> It was a farting kimono. Well, I've always wanted a farting jacket. You Is know, that like, a thing? Well, no, it's like a smoking jacket. You know, like you wear a smoking jacket so that you don't get the smell of smoke all over your clothes. You know? So I always wanted a farting jacket so that I could not get the smell of farts out into the room and it would just be absorbed <laughs> by the jacket. Um, Googling farting jacket uh, brings up two different things you can buy. One is a jacket with the words old fart. And right. embroidered Good. on the back. That's how Another is a jacket with Fart Boss <laughs> embroidered <laughs> on the front. Fart, fart boss. boss. 
Um, that was good. But we are we were all up here for New Year's, and now Jordan's still in town. We're going to be going to see the Hateful Eight later today. Glorious uh, Panavision Bastard. seventy millimeters. Well, I I um I think I told you uh, I was at a bar and their uh, commercial played for the Hateful Eight, and a guy said to his girlfriend, oh, "We got to go see that Hateful Eight. It's a sequel to the Inglorious Seven. <laughs> Was he serious? serious? He was very serious. I hope he was. Oh, boy. We also have Molly joining us. That's That's right. You can hear the the dulcet bells. The dulcet bells of Molly the cat. Um, Just wandering around, kind of drunk. And so... On life. We're going to get started here in a minute. Uh, Bringing in the new year, though. Any any highlights of 2015? Any resolutions for 2016? My resolution for 2016 is not to spill champagne on the couch again. Uh, well, yeah, second time. Yeah. Kevin started the year off right. <laughs> Spilled an entire glass of champagne onto my couch. Two minutes late, because we were streaming, <laughs> the ball being dropped, uh, did not realize that the stream was two minutes behind. Because mm-hmm. it was the freaking JV squad of uh, newscasters for... So we heard cheering outside the window, and Jordan checked his phone, and it was like, oh, it's already midnight. <laughs> so we wound up waiting an extra two minutes for Kevin to spill champagne. Yep. Could have been doing that much earlier. Uh, my resolution is to not be spilled on by Kevin's champagne. <laughs> oh, well. Because it didn't just get the couch. <laughs> it also got my phone, which thankfully had a cover on. Oh, gosh. It got, it yeah, got it my, my jeans. Uh, well... We all have a little bit of me on them now. Yeah. We all have some skin in this game. That's right. Uh, and now uh, we are drinking sake. As is we, our tradition. Do we get the pear sake? Oh, yeah. Well, we got pear. the Asian pear sake. Yeah. Don't spill that sake, Tyler. I'm being very careful. Unlike Kevin. Yeah, because it was Tyler that spilled the champagne on New Year's. Oh, you can taste the pear. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's not, good. It's not Asian too pears. I was I was imagining more of like a Smirnoff ice of sake <laughs> than just like a hint of pear. Yeah, can we get some Smirnoff sake next time? <laughs> Boy, that's an untapped market. Um, speaking of untapped markets, uh, well, not really. We've talked about this before, My Little Pony on the show, and our, our fascination not, with it. Not Tyler's... Small horse. Yeah, the the franchise, My Little Pony. Yeah. But we do have... What inspired you to get this blind box? (laughs) So, on New Year's, I knew that we were going to be playing some games, engaging in some games, Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to get a a prize for whoever won the most games. And you got two. And I So I went to a Walgreens, and I got two. I got a Hot Wheels car in the shape of a scorpion called the Scorpedo, and I got a My Little Pony Friendship is Magic blind box. Uh, that we are opening now. Live, live open. Live, live open. open because right. we did not play enough games. Well, because the freaking. Well, we thought we were going to play more games. Because the clue. So my, our the Gaul Fortress of Gallitude clue game, unbeknownst to me and Jen, was missing the candlestick card, which we did not so find. So it's pretty out. miraculous that you actually got it. I did. I I won. But to be fair, I guessed first. That's true. Which is just the real like Han. Alright, so opening this box, there's a bag inside the box. Oh man, they double-blinded you. Yeah, so no one could like shine a light against the cardboard yeah. to see which pony was in Shine here. a light and let the whole world we have see. A one Ooh, I see a unicorn horn. Getting some- oh, we got Nazi unicorn! Did we? Yeah. Yes! What? Yes! 
Nazi unicorn. Yeah, look at that some, beautiful some military uniform. Some right? unicorn that looks like he's coming straight out of the Third Reich. Yep. Does not look happy to be here. No. He's, he's came straight from the beer hall. Now, are all Man, the, what are the odds? That's the, you called that, Kevin. You're welcome, everybody. Are all the ponies uh, female or some no, male? not that guy. That guy's male. Do you know? Well, I, he prefers they and them pronouns. What's, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Um, it does not say. This is NV106. Christopher, 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 Christopher? Yeah. Nazi unicorn. Let's see what Google's. Don't. Um, oh, there, evidently there is a Nazi unicorn in oh, South Park. Uh, the stick of truth. Um, Hold on, let me Google this. Military My Little Pony. Oh, it's Gitchface. That's... <laughs> Is that right on his foot? No, that's the owner. <laughs> All right. The name um, is Gitchface. That's not. Military bronies love their rifles and they're My Little Pony. Oh boy, that's an article on the internet. V one oh six. I am not mm. finding anyone. Maybe this is. Maybe you just unlocked. Like a fan fiction. Maybe this is just. A <laughs> it's an unlicensed blind box. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Category male characters in My Little Pony. This should be short. Well, maybe it's a girl. All right, his name is Shining Armor. Oh! Are you sure? Yeah, Shining Armor is a male unicorn pony. And Twilight Sparkle's older brother. He's the captain of the Canterlot Royal Guard of God. Oh, he's naked in that picture, though. Yeah, this one he's got his, you know, his his jacket on. He's got cool guy eyes. Yeah, he's super cool. Yeah, for sure. Where are you going to put this cover? Can you... Uh, well, I'm going to put it... He's in love with Chrysalis. In Tyler's Who heals his migraines apartment. to increase his love with her. Is that... What? I don't know. What? That's, that's that just sounds what like some, says. some bonkers Aleister Crowley stuff. Does, yeah. uh, does his horn get longer when he's around Chrysalis? If you know what I'm saying. No, just when he lies. Um, so... Because that turns him on. All right. <laughs> Lying turns him on. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> with all of us. Um, Alright, so we need to go ahead and get this started. As you probably gathered, this is a wood versus and Would You Rather podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and hash them out here on the show. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Brandon Lyon, who asked a bunch of questions back in September. Lyon! <laughs> I think I somehow missed them. Oh, we didn't even talk about Jordan's new spiritual guru. No, we'll get DJ that later. Khaled. Uh, but Brandon Lyon would like to know, would you rather be stranded on an island or stranded in deep space? Go. Stranded on an island or stranded in deep space? Oh, Kevin pours more sake. Give you a moment to ruminate on that. Man, Kevin, you're really, you're, you're investing highly in the amount of sake we're going to drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, Kevin and I will drink it. You'll just look at it. Yeah, we need yeah. to drink the whole bottle, that's for sure. Yeah, it goes bad. Yeah, it skunks immediately. Really? No. Oh, well, liar. Liar. I'm turned on right now. Uh, okay. All right, so, <laughs> stranded on an island, better chance of rescue, I'd say. Or, I don't know, I guess if you get stranded on an island, like, who gives a dip? Because, like, people yeah. get stranded on islands every day. Like that's Every not, single day. Every single day someone gets stranded on an island. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you can keep one person stranded <laughs> on that off island. island. 
Oh, keep them on the island yeah. so they don't escape. It's like a misfit toy situation. They just take the people that nobody wants yeah. and they I, throw them on I the island. I think you're correct, Tyler, too, because the only instance of somebody getting stranded in space we have uh, is the old Martian, and we know they weren't forgotten. Mm, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. No, 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 Tom Hanks. Space. No. Matthew Broderick. No, Tom Hanks in what's it called? And Space Away. Space Away. <laughs> Space Away. I love the scene where he... With he, Wilson the potato. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wilson the solar power generator. Um, no, wasn't he in uh, Gravity? Gravity? George that, Clooney. That was Sandra no. Bullock. George no. Clooney. It was, uh, George Clooney was dead in Gravity. No, but he was stranded in space, though. Who was who's, who's who am I thinking of? I'm not. This is no longer a joke. I'm oh, Matthew Damon is who you're thinking. Matt of. Damon. So yeah, well, if you're stranded in space, everybody's gonna throw a little connection fit because they're like, we can't have a man in space. Plus, for getting stranded in space, got them aliens. You're gonna see him. Hot space babes. You're gonna meet him. Astronaut Jones. Yes. Uh, there goes Astronaut Jones. It is like I think the getting stranded in space. Like I'd rather die in space than die on an island. Like really? There's, yeah, there's a better chance of a Wikipedia page being made about me if I die in space. People are dying on islands all the time. Like I said, like it's island's number one purpose. They Islands are floating graveyards. I don't think they're floating. I don't think you understand the concept of no, that's floating. No, that's how an island works. Yeah, it just floats on top of the water. It's like how, you know, things float. It's like God skipped a stone across the ocean, then it... Well, hey, no, because those would sink. When God skips a stone, he, he opens a window. <laughs> opens a window. Uh, well, and that's true. If you're stranded in space, at least the hygiene situation is going to be better because you got that suit that you can just pee and poop into. Yeah. Maybe you'll also learn to silence your phones, Jordan. Uh, it was silenced. But if you are stranded in space, like you do, you do have a chance of meeting those aliens, mm-hmm. which is going to be pretty great. Uh, as, long as, as long as they're not those Prometheus aliens. Well, I'm when they're s- like, "Oh, look, it's an egg. Oh, look, there's a little snake cobra thing in the egg. I'm just gonna go up and like take a good close look at it. Oh no, it's got acid breath and ate through my helmet and killed me. Spoiler I guess alert. I should have been a little more careful. Spoiler alert: Nobody. It works. Out, Prometheus works out for no one, especially well, the viewer. Uh, I liked it. Spoiler alert: The scientists in Prometheus are the dumbest scientists in the history of film. Spoiler alert, I almost passed out during that film. Uh, yeah, that's I think why you didn't like it. We've yeah. told the story on the podcast a number of times. The, birth, I, the birthing scene. We Everyone knows that Tyler's squeamish. Um, we shouldn't but, even say the word birthing, it makes Tyler squeamish. Is that right? I feel I, there are certain things that you can't talk about like, in specific terms without me Circumcision. No, stop it. I seriously. I'm, what no. about what about a... No, we're not playing this game. I'm going to make a joke and we're going to move on. All right, so... Moveon.org. <laughs> I feel like Hang on, man. Hope and change. Once you once you escape Earth's orbit, you've essentially graduated. Like who's going to want to go back to Earth after that? Right. Like once you've experienced the majesty that You're like space, a new type. It's like, okay, it's aliens or bust. You know, like, hey, I am I am beyond Earth now. That's why so many astronauts come back and kill themselves. Do you think immediately? Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, every gravity? single one of them. Police. Uh, gravity Police, huh? Yeah, Gravity Police. Ah, uh, these guys, what a bunch of squares. The latest you know? game from Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys hear that Hideo Kojima left Studio Ghibli? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, crazy. It's cra- it's nuts. Oh, what's Miyazaki going to do without him? I know. That's what I'm saying. I made yeah. that joke when we... How are we going to get the next Silent Hill? 
when when we were at uh, Only Yesterday yesterday, what? When we went to see Only Yesterday, I when? made that joke um, the day previous to today. When we okay. we went to see the movie Only Yesterday at the IFC Center Film Center, uh, I IFC made that joke Center. with Jordan, and he got so angry. It was like he was like, "That's not that's you Konami. Mean, you mean Konami? Konami. Um, Advantage Island." There's a very good chance you're going to have some buddies on there. Namely, Gilligan, the Skipper 2, Millionaire, and his wife, wife, Movie Star, and the rest. Oh, and if if Simon and Garfunkel are to believe, The Rock will be there, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, no, you're going to be on The Rock. Because he is a rock. He is an island. island. Yes, so... It's going to be like when uh, Spongebob and Patrick ride David Hasselhoff in an actual plot point in the Spongebob movie. <laughs> the one that wasn't live action except for that one scene. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty great. It's the weirdest thing. Love that movie. Uh, island, though, you are going to, like, there's, I think there's a better chance of survival on Island. Maybe not better chance of rescue, better chance of survival. Because you're going to have, like, coconuts. And, yeah, but uh, food. If you do. Crabs. If you do get on there Which with people. Crabs? Uh, every kind of crabs. Uh, They're all edible. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I really yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. don't think that that's accurate. All right. Yeah, snow crabs. Uh, crabs. You'll get palms. Uh, all right. Here's Advantage Island. If Gilligan's Island has taught me anything, uh, is that uh, coconuts and palms can be used to build anything. A radio. Yeah. yeah. It's also going to be really easy to predict when you're going to get rescued. All you got to do is a palm reading. How do you think the Gilligan crew would have lasted if they were stranded in space? Um, uh, you, it's funny you should ask that, because they made a made-for-TV movie on that. Did they really? really? Yes, they did. Is it with the original cast? Or yes, is it like it was. the concept? Hold on, let me keep talking while I bring up the Wikipedia for Gilligan Lost great. in Space. Well, because I think like it would just take one time for Gilligan to like accidentally open the airlock, and then oh, everybody's no. dead. Yeah, he like, trips and bursts his helmet. <laughs> Yep, it's called Gilligan's Planets. Oh, was that the sequel to Titan A.E.? No. <laughs> yes. uh, now, granted... I didn't realize the, the DNA that they saved was actually exclusively the cast of Gilligan's Island. Now, granted, this was an animated show, but... Uh, lasted what? An anime show? It lasted for a grand total of 13 episodes. Skipper! Uh, gone. Um, the premise here, Gilligan's Planet, is based on the premise that the professor had managed to build an operational interplanetary spaceship. I feel like that's over. Hold on, to get the castaways of the original series off the island. Yes! So he can build a spaceship. We've given up on the mainland. We can't go back into normal society. Well, basically, he overshot Earth. In an attempt to get off the well, island. Alright, look, if you could so, build a spaceship, why didn't he just build an airplane? Because you would definitely not get out of the atmosphere with that. True to the castaways' perpetual bad luck, they rocketed off into space and crash-landed on an unknown planet that supported human life. In many ways... I feel like that's not the worst luck you can have, though. <laughs> in many ways, the planet was like the island, but with a strangely colored and cratered surface... With more land to get around. The rocket was severely damaged in the crash. It was a lot like an island, only not in the middle of water. <laughs> Thus, the castaways were still stranded, and the professor resumed his attempts to repair their only way home. 
Overall, Gilgan's Planet represented the source material of the original live action series with space and <laughs> alien themes, encounters Jordan's with making quotation marks, headhunters, and other shipwrecked people became encounters with alien creatures. A new character named Bumper was added, <laughs> who appeared as a reptilian alien pet slash sidekick for Gilligan and Company. Because why not? It's like a scrappy do. Oh, boy. Da, 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 uh, all of the cast returned to voice their characters, except for Ginger. Oh, well, good for you, Ginger. Uh, and Marianne voiced both Ginger and Marianne in that case. Well, that's what she wanted from the beginning, anyway. She always wanted to be Ginger. <laughs> she wanted to, no, she wanted to be a, like a Peter Sellers type role in Gilligan's oh, Island. She wanted to play every part, and they said, "I don't, I don't think that's such a great idea." I do love Gilligan's Island, the one man show, <laughs> where it's just Gilligan playing high every on character. Coke. Yeah. That that Throwing seems like some wigs. great experimental theater for Signature to look into. Oh uh, yeah, I'll I'll pitch it to my boss. Gilligan's Island, one man show. Yeah. Or woman, you know, we're not going to screw Gilligan's, it. I am an island. Gilligan's, I am a rock. I am an island. I am a rock. Starring the rock as all seven Gilligan's Island characters. In playing Gilligan, though. So it's the rock playing Gilligan, playing every character in Gilligan's Island. I think we have a game winning, a game changing uh. show here. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Uh, would you rather be stranded in space or stranded on an island? Kevin, where do your allegiances lie? I'm going stranded in space. Because this is going to be a sovereign nation. Yeah. I I think it is. I think stranded in space, because I think The Rock could have some really, really pensive, introspective scenes stranded in space. Yeah. As opposed to stranded on an island. I would just, I would like to see that. And, you know, he just, he sees the sun and, you know, contemplates his pecs. Do you think he'd be a Mars rock or a moon rock? You know, I, I think Neptune. Okay, great. Funny. Jordan? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Stranded on an Island, because at least I can be an island boy and listen to Jimmy Buffett while I'm there. <laughs> the island boy lifestyle. <laughs> that island boy lifestyle? Maybe island boy will rescue me. You're a little island boy. Someday you'll be an island man. Someday you'll be a big island boy. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and with Stranded in Space, because that's that's going to be much, much better story. Like, you're going to die either way, let's let's be honest. Uh, we all only have a limited amount of time on this we planet. We only have six days on this spinning globe. And by a limited amount of time on this we planet, We only have I so mean, many rounds of shuffleboard on this mortal coil. Until we <laughs> escape its orbit. I, I would, I'd like to record this to history now. Uh, I would like my coffin to be launched into space, um, regardless. Like Spock? I want space to be my final resting place. Oh, sorry. I'm spoiling everything tonight. Uh, Rathacon spoilers. Yeah. Spock dies. Why would you tell how Dr. Spock, the the author of The Art of Child Rearing, (laughs) died? Dr. Benjamin Spock? Yeah. I think that's his name. All right. So thank you so much for your question, Brandon. And next time you have to choose between stranded on an island versus stranded in deep space, go ahead being stranded in deep space. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question, actually, I found on the Would You Rather Reddit. It's asked by D-Relevant, uh, and it is related to your Island Boy lifestyle question. Would you rather be a surfer or a lawyer? Go. So this is Matthew McConaughey-inspired, I yeah. imagine. Surfer or lawyer? Well, everyone hates lawyers. But does everyone everyone hate surfers? hates surfers? Yeah, yeah they're cla- they're the reason why there's no shirts, no shoes, no service signs in every restaurant across this great na- nation. 
Because they'd come in with their, their hang tens and their boogie boards. <laughs> be like, hey, bro, give me a Krabby Patty. They'd be like, we don't serve your kind here. Yeah, that real... The cash dude really has ruined fine foods, food service for America. <laughs> yeah. Dudes. We have so much to owe to surfers, though. Well, if you don't see that sign, you are legally allowed to enter a restaurant. No, you're required a... to yeah. enter a restaurant without a shirt. Or a shoe. Or a shoe. You're allowed to wear one shoe. You can have one shoe, but, but you have to be topless. But, Tyler, your childhood role models, the Rocket Power team, were all surfers. Uh, they were my little brother's role models, although my role models were also surfers, the Surf Ninjas gang. That's right. Ernie Ray's Jr., and also the... Kid who plays his younger brother. I need to find out what his and name is. And Rob Schneider. And Rob Schneider. He rewatered me. Best role he's ever played. Um, you can do it. Oh, that was from that movie. <laughs> yes, from that movie. No, he his his uh, shtick in that movie is he thinks he can predict the future. How much? Every time he says, oh, what if. Me. Uh, and so he says, like, what if I was king? And then he thinks he's king. For the and then it movie. goes into like, the what Lion if, King. Or oh, like, I just <laughs> can't wait to be king. Or he says, like, what if your house blew up? And then their house blows up, and he's convinced he has magical powers. Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's a but really, it was the kid's magical game gear. Uh, that's You're thinking of Nicholas Cowan. Uh, was it said, Earth all along? Thank you. He has not been in anything since Surf Ninjas. Robbie Schneid? He was in The Heat of the Night before that, and Alligator 2, The Mutation. Uh, but he has not been in anything. Let's see about Ernie Reyes Jr. Um, so, I feel like lawyer, you're going to get a lot more money and respect as a lawyer. Like, there's actually, like, a demand for lawyers, you know. Even if you are even if you hate your, your, your law-giving, abiding, whatever it is lawyers do, even if you hate your day job, you're going to have that Skrilla to have, like, a nice, you know, afternoons and weekends for the rest of your life. Surfers, I feel like if you're living the surfer li- lifestyle, you're also living the homeless lifestyle. Like, you are sleeping under uh, seaweed and driftwood. Yeah, but it's good for your face, though, the seaweed. That's you're going to have and a the driftwood. super clear face, and the driftwood is going to give <laughs> you just pile it on there. so much fiber. Uh, let's compare catchphrases. Um, the lawyer's catchphrase is objection. Objection. And the surfer's catchphrase is hang ten. No. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Sorry. Uh, don't have a cow, man. Um, so Bart Simpson's basically a surfer. Well, and a lawyer, though, too, because he objects to society's norms. Okay. So I would say Bart is the ultimate surfer lawyer, kind of like Plato's philosopher king. <laughs> yeah. So I did so many years ago. <laughs> We've been waiting for the second coming of the philosopher king <laughs> and in the form of an... An equally weighted surfer ninja. <laughs> no, surfer lawyer. Surfer lawyer. You wish it was a surfer ninja. I'm sorry, I've got surfer ninjas. Yes, you do. Ernie Reyes Jr. was recently in a movie called Ninja Apocalypse. Uh, I really want to Really branching out of the genre there. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. he does. He knows what he does. Um, have you ever heard of Surfer's High? No. no. Is, that, is that a high school for surfers? I think surfers? it's a real is thing. Is that weed? No, I think it's like when you spend so much time in the ocean... Like the salination in your blood gets messed up, and you actually get a like a high feeling yeah. off of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a thing. Have you ever heard of lawyers high? <laughs> Where it's when you do you so just much do coke, a bunch of coke off of a prostitute. Yeah, which is another advantage of being a lawyer. Right. Now, do you guys think Matthew McConaughey got that series of ads with Lincoln because he was in the Lincoln Lawyer? <laughs> Maybe. 
movie. I think he did. That's the problem. I think he did. I think you're absolutely right. And they were like, this is brand association. <laughs> now, that was the movie where he um, argues that a car is innocent in a car crash. Like, do whatever you want to the driver. Right. No, but this Gun- car is impeachable. Cars don't kill people. Drivers kill people. Well, and also, so the the, yeah. the Supreme Court verdict on that were that cars were, in fact, people and could donate to political campaigns. Yeah, it's part of the Cars universe. Right. Fix our films. <laughs> Yeah, wait, who is, uh, yeah, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Is a car and also a person. What was his catchphrase in that? Kerchow? Tally ho. No, no. Um, Shazam. Zaboomafil. Bazinga. I think it was, we're going to make a sequel. Yeah. Vroom, vroom, zoom, zoom. Vroom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> a boom, a boom, boom. Yeah. Welcome um, to the China Club. Uh, what's, I think, again, if you're going on a date, though, what's going to be more impressive? Like, oh, I'm a world-class surfer or I'm a world-class lawyer? Lawyer? Well, wait, here's the thing. It depends how much money you pull out at the end of the date when you pay for the meal. Uh, yeah. Because you could be the world's coolest world-class surfer. And and you're like, hey, could you, could you spot me for this date? I only have sand dollars. (laughs) Um, I forgot that that's how surfers pay each other, is in yeah, sand dollars. It's a bartering system. Hey, bro, if you pull off this sick pipe surf, I will give you four sand dollars. And I'll throw in one puka shell necklace. <laughs> um, or shark's tooth necklace. Shark's tooth necklace. I think the impressiveness of being a surfer also depends on at what part of the country you live in. Like, if you are landlocked, that does not mean a lot. No, does that mean you're okay, even more impressive? So, yeah, yeah, I'm a professional I, surfer. I surf the Great Plains. How do you do that? Takes a lot of skill. Very careful. Very careful. You can do that. Uh, that desert surfing. Ow! Operation Desert Surf. I think you just stand on a surfboard and <laughs> go down a sand dune. And you, well, I think you can sell it. Like you can sell surfing as long as you're saying "whoa" and like not radical and nautical, like on a surfboard. <laughs> totally nautical. Yeah, you can. Like you, you can sell it. I don't think you can do the same thing with lawyering, where you're just like, Judge, come on. I mean, seriously. This guy's guilty. Mm, what about windsurfing, though? Mm, what about wind lawyering? <laughs> I love wind when, lawyering. When did just... Matthew McConaughey play a surfer? Uh, uh, fool's gold. In his real life. Uh, Sahara. Oh, that's what it was. Sand, sand, sand surfing. No, it wasn't. He, he Fool's gold. He was a surfer in fool's gold. That's he, not a movie, uh, is it? First fool's gold, yeah. I'm just going to keep saying fool's gold. Failure until... to launch. Failure to launch. Fool... <laughs> that, was yeah, the, that was the sequel where she dealt with uh, bulimia. <laughs> All right, we need to say no, about on this. Fail. She failed to, conti- to, to sustain lunch. No, McConaughey was the one who was failing to launch. Yeah, that's true. So he he failed to keep lunch down. Wow, Kevin wasn't making that up. I'm serious. Thank you. <laughs> There's a surfing movie called Fool's Gold. Yes, Ball. there is. It starred Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. I mm-hmm. thought it would star the Olsen twins. Search for Curly's Gold or whatever. Search for Curly's It reunited uh, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, he was a surfer in that, too. Wasn't that a Shakespeare reference? Yeah, Taming of the... Shrew. Shrew. Taming of the Brew. Yeah. Good beer name. Uh, all is, right. actually. How come nobody's ever done that? They probably have. I know there's a Shakespeare beer company out there. All right. Um, I am going to go ahead and go with lawyer rather than surfer because I think there's going to be more variety to the lawyer lifestyle 
And also, like, more opportunities to take vacations and things like that. Because a surfer, like, you can't take a vacation from your vacation. Life's a vacation. Yeah, that's stressful. Also, it's sand. I hate sand. You can get everywhere. Yeah. Jordan? I'm going to be a surfer, so I uh, never have to wear my shirt again. <laughs> okay. Kevin? Well, you even, though, even though I do love the water, um, I'm going to have to go lawyer. Uh, because being... If you're a bad lawyer... You still get a billboard on the highway that says, injured? Call 1-800-ELK-AND-ELK. We'll get big bucks for you. And if you're a bad surfer, you, no one, nothing. No one likes you. No one gives you any sand dollars. Um, well, I, I flipped. So the punchline should have been the second thing that happened. Typically, the punchline goes last, which would have been the billboard thing. But yeah. I chose to do the weak setup last. <laughs> a, little, a little behind the curtain. So, <laughs> Kevin, did you spill? No. Maybe. Don't worry. It's his apartment. It's my table. It's his table, man. Yeah, man. You've got to hold yourself to a higher standard. Yeah. Oh, you came dangerously <laughs> close to breaking your New Year's resolution. Hey, it's not uh, champagne. champagne yeah. um, hey, even though they said Japanese champagne, Champagne. Right? Sparkling sake. Next maybe. question was one that Jordan had brought up. Thought it would be fun to argue on the show. Well, actually, no, I'm not going to do that one yet. Mm. Uh, next mm. one is a question that we were we were considering, and we decided might as well save it for some <laughs> for all of you. Uh, and it is the what's the song? Empanada Mama. Girl from Empanema. Girl from Empanema versus the Spanish Flea. All right, which song would you rather have be the soundtrack to your life? Now you're should, gonna, we, should we hum both yeah, of these songs? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, I, I, you guys I are going to have to remind me of these. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, give, give us a little taste of both. All right, so Girl from Empanema is the one that goes... Could you get, make it a little bit more nasal? Does it just keep going? Isn't there a part where it's like... No. That's tequila. Correct. And then Spanish Flea is also known as the theme to the dating game, which goes. Yeah. So I feel like either of those, like, that'd be a pretty dope soundtrack. So, do you think it's going to be advantageous if you're going out on a date and the dating game theme song is playing? <laughs> I think there's only one way. So, tell me about you. <laughs> what are three things you like to do before making Whoopi? Here we go. So, we'll just talk over this for yeah, a little bit and good. see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyler, I think you have very dreamy eyes. Well, I, this, you're not necessarily always going to be on a date for this. Like, I'm saying if this song is going, and, like, you are in a business presentation, like, how confident are you going to be? Well, I... Like, there's going to be a positive spin on every other I feed life. off of brass. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I want... Can we have a poster that just has Jordan, like, doing a thumbs up, and then it says, I feed off of brass? Because <laughs> I would pay any amount of money for that. Feed off of... I'll put that on a shirt. <laughs> I feed off of brass. Yeah. So it's just like... Brassy, classy, sometimes look, gassy. If you can play the trumpet, Jordan wants you to follow him around forever. I feel like there are a lot of situations that... Do a mariachi. So... 
this is this is going to be pretty great in a lot of situations. Right. Like day to day, I would not mind having this going at all. Yeah. Uh, but what if you were like trying to sexy time? <laughs> trying to sex? Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be me? great. It's like a carnival atmosphere. Exactly what you want. Got yeah. some good. Oh, Eating got some, some good rhythm. Cake. That's all you need. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. <laughs> Hear me now. It's props of time. Um, what if you're trying to like deliver a eulogy? <laughs> <laughs> this is playing. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today. Oh, you're gonna be able to remember the good times. That's for sure. Talk about. <laughs> Ooh, check this out. Ooh, okay. Know, here's got, a little got a bridge. little bit of that. Uh, that saloon, <laughs> saloon piano in the background. Oh yeah. Oh boy, I, you know, I I'm having a really hard time finding any downsides <laughs> to this song. Okay. Give, it, give us a little girl from a yeah, so right, we gotta, open, we gotta open up the other one. All right, so Spanish Flea. Also, we have the rights to both of these. So there's a lot of variety in that. Uh, you know, should we uh, should we cut out the parts where we tried to hum it instead since we're playing it? No, no, okay. those were great. Right. Those, those, those were the sing along parts yeah, of this. Right. Episode. <laughs> that was the karaoke aspect of this episode. <laughs> Watch the bouncing ball. See the lyrics. <laughs> da 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 da. Girl from Impanema. Guess how to spell Impanema, Tyler. Impanema. I N P A M E N A. They're they're Impanema. Impanema. All right, girl from Impanema. Ten hours. Sorry. Yeah, okay. that's one. All right. Uh, imagine this is the best one for for Lupa Dupin. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. I feel like this is this is pretty mellow. It yeah. is. Well, it's. We were discussing yesterday, this is like the number one elevator music song ever, so. Yeah. Here's the thing. This I is going like to be sensual, be a, though. I know, yeah. this is a little too relaxed. Like, I'm going to fall asleep any time I'm, like, sitting in a, a yeah, but, position, a sitting position. Well, you, hey, listen, but that means everybody else is, and what does, when do people like you more? When they are awake or when they are asleep? When they're asleep, you can't be doing anything to piss them off. Oh, well, except for being their nightmares. Wait, well, yeah, but... I do have that dream catcher. You, have, you do have the American. ability to appear in nightmares at will. I forgot yeah. about that. Um, Tyler so, is Freddy Krueger. Because, yeah. look, yeah, any... The amount of interaction that I have with a person is directly... Wait. It's inversely proportional to how competent they think I am at life. I... This is... I don't know, this song is making me feel like a little suaver and smarter than I actually am. Um, but that doesn't, good, though. I don't good. have the same kind of pep that Spanish Flea gave me. Like, this is this is all well and good, but it's this is a distinct atmosphere. Like, I know, this is, this be... is uh, Beach Town in your JRPG. Yeah, I feel like... <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I feel like... I'm pretty sure... Uh, what, what was the Final Fantasy Costa VII del Sol? Costa del Sol was very much trying to be... Uh, yep. Girl from Impanema. Yep. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, very distinctly. Let's bring, let's bring that up. Anyway. Um, Most of the Monkey Island soundtrack is also trying to be Girl from Impanema because it takes place in the uh, the islands. I feel see, like if you talk to... We, your, have, a, we have a very island-centric uh, like, <laughs> episode so far. Yeah, island time. <laughs> Um, I'm 2016, the year of the island. <laughs> um, so that's where we, none of us talk to anyone. Yeah. Except for each other. Living on an island. Yeah. Um, well, Kevin lives on an island. I do. There was, uh, but uh, here's the thing. You talk to someone with Spanish flea, uh, at your workplace, 
going on in the background. It's gonna be like, wow, this person like knows how to get stuff done. You talk to a coworker with this playing in the background, and it's gonna be a sexual harassment. Case. Yeah. No. no, no, this no matter. Like you're you're gonna be trying to buy a coffee, and they're gonna think you're putting moves over. No, here's you're gonna go to Ramsey's Two Electric Boogaloo. And he's going to be like, wow, Kevin, I knew you were one of our most yeah. frequent customers, but I didn't realize you had these feelings burning inside of you. You are living in the gay district, though, so maybe I should have, you know, figured that out. All I'm saying Ghost is... Kitchen is not a gay district. It's a, it's a gay, very gay-friendly neighborhood. Oh, yeah, that was, that's New York. It's the theater district. Well, yeah, but that's what I... This is Costa del Sol from Fire. Are you serious? I thought you, <laughs> I thought you seamlessly... Wow, I thought this was like the bridge from Girl from Ipanema. No, this is this is Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Uh, you'll be hearing from our lawyers. Cloud Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> the uploader of this video. Um, <laughs> see, but I think you can dispel or, or dissuade all of those people who think that you're trying to sex them up if you just always carry a martini around while you're, you have this music playing and you're talking to them. Also... <laughs> I mean, come on. This is so much more fun. This is the kind of guy well, hold that I want to be. <laughs> what, if you're, what if you're a surfer with Girl from Impanema playing all the time, or a lawyer with... The <laughs> See, I, I feel the like you roll into the courtroom yeah. with this playing. Judge is like, immediate summary judgment yeah. in your favor, bud. Let's go get a beer. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Acquittal has never been so fun. Ah. <laughs> uh, Innocent until proven awesome, am I right? Overturned. Now, can I interest you in both played at the same time? Oh boy, is that a box mobile? This is disgusting. Like this is horrible. This is horrible. This is like what Satoshi Kone would have played. This is a horror movie soundtrack. No, no, I don't like this. Throw in some Final Fantasy VII. No, I don't like yeah, okay. any of this. No, no! 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 This is destroying my brain! We're getting into island atmosphere. There's, like, neural pathways are being seared into my brain that dead end into terribleness. Alright. Voting time. I'm detecting a hint of bias with this vote. Alright, fine, fine, fine. fine. <laughs> okay. Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, I'm gonna go with... The Spanish flea, because I'm a upbeat, wild, and crazy guy. So it's true. They did that SNL sketch about you, uh, Kevin. I'm gonna go with Spanish flea because I feel like I just experienced a frontal lobotomy from those twelve songs playing at the same time, and I can't think. Well, better a frontal lobotomy than a, a bottle, bottle of front of me. Oh, actually, that's the opposite way that joke goes. Spanish yep. flea, <laughs> great song. <laughs> We're playing it for the rest of the year. That is my resolution. All right. Hey, the song, of the song of the year, Spanish Flea, guys. Bring him back. Dating game. Bring him back. <laughs> bring him back the dating game. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring, Spanish bring him home the Spanish market. Bring oh, man. What a power play if you go on a date and you start playing that song on your phone. You just put the hour loop on it. Like, we got one hour. All right. So we got one hour, and then we have to be done. All right. Have dating game. Done. This is the dating game. No more of my time. <laughs> Uh, why is it that the soundtrack to every movie? So everyone, go and listen to the Spanish Fleet. All right, just well, think, you have been. Think the Dark Knight with the Spanish Fleet looped in the background. Yeah, more like the Dork Knight. Yeah, dorkly. Honestly, I can't imagine a film that the Spanish Fleet would not make. Right. right, like the entire Lord of the Rings extended trilogy. Yep. Spanish Fleet in the background. It's gonna be great. Philadelphia. Oh God. 
Perfect. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Kevin. Right? What an artistic triumph. Uh, and our final question is one that Jordan brought up uh, because we're having some fun friend time here in the city. Also, uh, there were, we had a lot of Christmas questions, but not a lot of regular ones left. So get those questions in, fresh for the new year. But not Christmas. Christmas? Not, not Christmas, Christmas questions. Crimbus? Yeah. Can we get some Crimbus questions? Get some crim- Crimbus questions. I don't know what Crimbus is. You don't know what Crimbus is? No. It's, it's the Tim and Eric holiday. You get a bush, you spray it with water. I don't know. That's something. fantastic. Uh, so, which is worse? Constantly smelling of Axe body spray or constantly having four collars popped? Go. Now, Jordan, as the originator of this question, does that mean you're wearing four layers of shirts? Oh, yes, shirt? it does. You've got to think that they've invented a shirt at this point that has multiple collars, though. Probably, but uh, for this particular, you're not going to cheat. Because if some if a true bro sees you wearing some fake triple collared polo shirt, he's gonna see it in an instant and be like, "You're a poser." Yeah, it's like wearing a, a clip on tie. Right, exactly. It's like a clip on tie. Yeah, it's the bro. You have clip-on. to wear. Now you can wear some type of collared undershirt and then maybe a light <laughs> collared shirt. <laughs> Why isn't there a collared undershirt? Really, there should be. Why you does that not exist? Would. You'd think they would come up with that. Oh, jeez. Light what? cotton. Undershirt with a collar. <laughs> Where? Why? Oh it's like a god! Of a loom. Why? Why is it that we get the multiple pop collars? Is it like to throw some extra color in there? Is well, it no. It's cold? it's actually to show how affluent you are. Well, no. It's to show how stoked you are. Now you don't pop all four <laughs> at once unless you're totally amped. It's like an excitement boner. Right. Uh, you progressively pop them as the evening goes on the more alcohol you've had okay so, so by 3 a.m uh maybe you're on your like 10th round of shots and you finally pop that last collar and it's a night to remember People except know, you yeah. don't remember it because you're blackout well so is it conceivable that a night would pass by where you never popped all four of your collars oh i think so oh boy so what this means, if you're having four collars popped, is you are constantly having a four collar night to. Listen, wow. why do four when you can go eight? I guess you have that's, every color of the rainbow. I guess that's gonna be our episode picture right there. Most likely. Oh um, man, I'm saving that right now. But it's it's is it, is it like an affluence thing? Like I can afford this many polos. No, I think it's a. Uh, I want to show off as many colors as I possibly can. And the only way to do that is by popping these collars. I can't believe that people actually like this as a shirt style. Um, my little pony can walk uh, on water. That's pretty If I keep company. my eyes on pony. Pony boy? Pony Stay boy. Golden. Stay golden, pony boy. Um, SGPB. So yeah. multiple copper collars. I mean, I... Feet are not wet. I do not care for multiple layers of things if I can't take off those layers. Like, if I was able to strip those layers, I'd be all for it. Like, oh yeah, that's that's smart. I'd rather be able to cool off than not be able, ugh, not be able to heat up. Sorry. Um, but if you gotta leave those on all the time... Well, hold on, Tyler. You only like have you're to, making a furnace for you yourself. You only have to leave the collars on all the time. So you could just pull up the shirts, but like don't pull them over your neck. You just have them all bunched up. Ooh, what if, what if all your underlayer ones... Like, you, you cut off at the nipple. Yep. <laughs> so no one's the wisest. Like, yeah. Well, and if you cut off at the nipple, they pad out, so it looks like you have some nice man breasts. Yeah, or pecs. 
Or pecs. Yeah, you call them pecs when you're a bro boy. Man, well, man breasts is what they really Brex. are. So what was the other side of this question? Uh, Always constantly smelling like Axe. Like I have not smelled Axe in the longest time. I think... Uh, oh, it's because you've been out of high school for Younger brother of the podcast, Luke Crumrine, was a big fan of the Axe body spray. No, no longer, though. No longer. Now he okay. only now wears, he wears deer must. I was going to say, he wears duck blind. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does like have anti-scent stuff that he wears when he's hunting, but I don't think he wears it on his day-to-day. <laughs> I think what Ollie wears is uh, a smell welding. <laughs> he drains the blood out of a deer and then like ferments it into a uh, man perfume. Into a perfume. <laughs> an, an eau de deer fume. I think more more frequently it's urine. I know my little brother has worn deer urine at least once. Hot. Did I say older? I meant younger. 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 I know older father soul. of the year Cody Crumrine has covered himself in deer urine yeah. for reasons wholly unrelated to, to hunting. hunting. Yeah, no, that was just <laughs> one crazy night he had back in college. Uh, that was a four collar night. Yeah, that was a four. Cody's had a few four collar nights in his lifetime. <laughs> yep, only well, spent that time as a druid. Um, <laughs> Wait, he was a druid? Yeah, that was, that was, you were one too, right? That was the housing group at Grove City. Ah, yes, the druids. That was our housing group. Kevin couldn't get into that. He was the lady of the druids. <laughs> I forgot we gave you a sweetheart T-shirt. That was good. Oh, you didn't give it to me. I took it. <laughs> Yeah, he forcibly made out with everyone. Your, I I your... made sure like they had extras, and I was like, I will have one of those. I it and they're like, well, I mean, somebody might need it, and I was like, well, then you can take it from off of my body. Yeah, not my cold my dead, dead cold body. sweetheart, dead sweet body, <laughs> sweet sweet bod. Uh, bod body spray is basically X. Yeah, I as I remember. Is it just that there's no... What do you think is going to turn people off more? Smelling the Axe or pop collars? Axe, I feel like, is kind of like a smell to delta situation. Yeah. Um, you, could, you could just be like, uh, who, who smells like Axe? And you'd be like, I don't oh, know. Oh, man. Who's, who's Probably that teen who walked out. Right. Just went to the well, with the pop collars, you can always cover all of those pop collars up with an even more ridiculous frillier collar. <laughs> like, and like you a, work a, for the Renaissance Fair. Like, yeah, I was going to say, like a Shakespeare. <laughs> yes, one of those. One of those. Like a, one of these. What if that was Sir the new Edmund frat Drake. style? The new frat style. <laughs> Uh, including the Shakespeare, like, balding, oh, and then, yeah. like, parted hair that's, like, down the sides and curls up at the end. I mean, yeah, fashion is cyclical, right? The Lynn manuel <laughs> Hamlet. Have you guys heard that story? No. no. Lynn manuel Miranda was on the street, and somebody drove past and shouted out their um, window, I love Hamlet! That's amazing. <laughs> he said, I wish I wrote Hamlet. And their response was, yay, Hamlet! <laughs> So you can actually get a t-shirt that says hashtag yay Hamlet. Uh, oh, that's good. Should we wrap this up? Mm, that's good satire. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with um, pop collars, I guess. Because <laughs> you know, assuming it's a polo. You could be wearing, the other thing four, about, you could be wearing four dress shirts. Yeah, the other thing about uh, the other thing about Axe is you know, Axe has that weird feel to it, and I know Tyler hates feeling hate covered it. in I stuff. Hate so he feels, I hate smells. I You'd hate rather it. be covered in sweat than covered in Axe, wouldn't just you? All of my senses, I wish they were gone. <laughs> I just want to be a vegetable. That's my New Year's. Tyler, resolution. Tyler has lost his sense of touch. <laughs> Sometimes it's too much. Yeah, the honesty, at least. All right, so uh, let's take a vote on this. I'm going to go ahead with collars because uh, you know I'm going to be a gentleman caller. 
Okay. Uh, I will also go with collars because I've been told collared greens are good for you. Kevin. I'm going with axe because it's an offensive weapon. You can lunge at someone when you're covered in axe body spray and Don't that retreat. Be, yeah, that can be used as a weapon. All right. So go ahead and buy yourselves some extra collars, everyone. You're going to be glad you did in these cold winter months. Uh, that is kind of a CW power play. That instead of a winter jacket, you're just wearing more and more layers of collared shirts. Collars. Uh, so thank you for joining us. If you would like to send us questions, we are running a little low, so please head over to the facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast page and leave some questions there. Uh, you can also email us questions, ninjas versus podcast at gmail.com. That's versus VS no period. Uh, we'll take your questions there. You can tweet at Ninjas vs. Podcasts, and uh, Kevin is going to do continue to do a great job as a, a Twitterer. Uh, I'm making it happen, guys. But hey, we have a new segment for the new year. We do, we do. Uh, but Kevin supposedly is prepared for Tweet of the Week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do we have a Tweet of the Week, Kevin? We do. Okay. Supposedly prepared. Uh, here we go. I am definitely prepared. Remember when we were sitting on couches before recording this and you are like, guys, I'm going to look up the tweet of the week now. And then you didn't. Okay. Here it comes. First, uh, okay, so the tweet of the week is a tweet from us that I just tweeted. And it says, first tweet of 2016. Get it real good. Well, our tweet can't be a tweet. Why not? I just tweeted. Uh, do we have any um, listener tweets? New followers? Uh, I just tweeted. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted. I, do you know doing, how much doing real good at uh, tweeting? All right, we are followed by at afflicted scut. Okay, and their is that their handle or their username? Their that's their at. Afflicted Scut. It's a username. Afflicted. Okay, Twitter suggested I put... What? Uh, pizza Expert here. How did they know? They've got 10,000 followers. Alright, we'll follow them. Yeah, alright, cool. So thanks, Pizza Expert. Jordan, uh, you, so introduce this. I'm, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna introduce this. Hey, this, is, so, this is your uh, bit. Host of the podcast. You pod- be held accountable for host of, <laughs> host of the podcast in a Christmas gift exchange... Web host. Uh, web host of the podcast, Eric Terribio, in a Christmas gift exchange, gave me web Christmas gift exchange. a book that appears to be from maybe the 70s. If only there was a page in the book that told you all of those yeah, things. Yeah, maybe I can look that up. Uh, but it's called The Complete Pun Book by Art Moger. It was published in 1979, and throughout uh, the perpetuity of Ninjas vs. Podcast from here on out... Unless I don't have the book uh, accessible <laughs> to me, we will now have a pun of the week. Also, spoiler alert, Jordan is going to be skipping all the racist puns because 1970, not a banner year for cultural sensitivity, apparently. Well, I mean, book. some of these are still acceptable. Uh, you want... We can have a bonus pun this week. Uh, two, two Italians called one another by telephone. Paisan to Paisan. Yep. Person to person. Uh, but the real pun of the week is going to be... That wasn't the real one. That was no. a bonus. Yep, that was a bonus. That was a bonus pun. Cultural uh, sensitivity pun. Cultural, culturally sensitive pun. <laughs> uh, the pun of the week is... When the first painkiller was marketed, it saved a lot of money. <laughs> Stop.
That's awful. So as okay. I go through this, I'm gonna mark down the ones we've pen. used before. Oh jeez. He is checking them off in the book. Today is one, two, fifteen. He's oh, also he's writing the 16. date. He's also rating them. He rated that one real good. Real five good. stars. Real good. <laughs> five stars out of four. Real good. Real good pun. <laughs> On a scale of one to five, he rated it real good. <laughs> Pretty, pretty, All right. Pretty, what other business do we have to attend pretty, to? Write us on iTunes. Write uh, us on iTunes. Catch yeah, us thanks on the everyone forums. who's been doing the iTunes stuff. Our, we keep getting more and more listeners on each episode. Are you serious? Is, yeah. It's like so. If it's you go, inexplicable. If you go to the iTunes, it shows you like a little. Yeah. What's our stats lately? I haven't, I haven't asked you this in two years, and somebody actually recently asked me how many people actually listen to your. What's I don't look at that anymore. What's our stressful. brand penetration? Oh, well, we're penetrating all What's our brand penetration? Uh, but we can see... How much fiber does our podcast have? <laughs> our episode popularities. Um, Are we six? Uh, thank you, John Cena is up there. But uh, I can't tell if this is just because it's the most recent or because more people are listening to it or not. Um, but our most popular right now is episode 159, Giuliani ate a pizza once. <laughs> Was that? That was our Christmas episode. You I don't know if made you guys mo- ever look at the titles I picked for these. You could have. No, I did. I do. You could have made that a little more clearly about Christmas. But I no, that's I couldn't find okay. anything about Christmas in there. I always you should have just joke. wrote Giuliani ate a pizza once Christmas <laughs> on Christmas ate a pizza Day. One Christmas. Did did one of us say that? Yeah, I said it, and then you sang it. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. All right. So uh, anyway. This has been a podcast. Thanks, everyone, who listens and shares. Uh, Our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme. Ninjas versus lawyers. Go. Lawyers. They always end up winning somehow. Ninjas because they are not, unlike lawyers, they are not kept on retainer samurai. That doesn't make any sense. Tyler, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and go with lawyers because they're on the case. (laughs) I'm a detective, but... uh, Uh, Hey, they can't get worse. If Phoenix Wright has taught me anything, it's that lawyers and detectives are the same thing. These episodes, this is the first one of the year, so... Oh, man. Statistically... We're off to a good start. They can't get worse. I'm Jordan... Oh, anyway, thanks for joining us. This is the podcast as ever. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. Kevin took a drink right then. I, th- I thought I'd go last. I go you last. You do go intro. last. We just win. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. I'm Kevin. We've done this for four years. Until next time. Get it together, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys. Ah, oh, he spilled champagne everywhere. Uh, oh, he got, got champagne on Molly. Oh, well, she, she needs Molly is barely awake right now. Now she's, she's looking at us with Molly's hate giving us eyes. the same look that Jen does when she asks us to podcast. Which is, um, I think, the deepest disdain. I think they talk about the podcast when we're not here. It's like Molly and garbage. Jen. Yeah. This is such garbage. This is such Italian garbage. Hey, Paisano. We'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs. And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss.
Molly. Alright. Uh, let's go ahead and get started. Oh, I should get the little timer going. Molly, 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 Molly.